Well, hey everybody, Paul Turner here from thedisciple.project.net, and welcome in to the Youth Ministry Emotion podcast, where my goal is to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Uh, my hope today is that you are somewhat motivated and uh, and your youth ministry is moving forward. I, I hope that's true of you guys. I hope that uh, I hope that you're doing well during this uh, Thanksgiving season. I'm thankful for all of you guys. Uh, for listening, for tuning in. If this is your first time in, uh, thanks for checking it out. Hope that you'll be back. Hope that you will subscribe and uh, be a part of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast community. By the way, uh, speaking of community, you can always go over to Facebook. There'll be a link in the notes, show notes there, where you can get over to a Facebook group where you can talk about the different uh, topics that we talk about and share and uh, leave your own comments and so forth. And if you're a regular, be sure to go ahead and go over to iTunes and uh, leave a few stars and a comment uh, about why you like the podcast here. I would sure appreciate it. And uh, if it's a really good review, I'll go ahead and read it on the air. So um, welcome to today. Today we're talking about the 11 essentials of a great camp speaker. And uh, these are, these. first of all, I want to say before we get into this, that I make assumptions, which you should never do. And my assumptions are that great camp speakers, number one, are prayed up and are biblical in nature and and preach from the word and uh, and are studied up all those kind of things. Those are those are kind of the two main qualities. And and if you hear this when I'm sharing this today, it's not that I'm leaving those out. I, I'm I'm including what I think are eleven essentials uh, beyond that. It's assumed that camp speakers should be prayed up and should be uh, doctrinally in order and all that kind of good stuff. So I'm, I'm not trying to say that those two things are not important, uh, but I think that you can be uh, doctrinally important, uh, you know, and, and on point and prayed up uh, and still miss. There's, there's plenty of people who are those things and they lack a few other things that I think are vitally important for camp speakers uh, when they're coming to your camp to make a difference uh, in the lives of your kids. And um and so I share that today. Uh, the original uh, of this, uh, I actually uh, did it over on my YouTube channel, which you can check out if you'd like at youtube.com slash Jedi for Hire. And, uh, and I'll get on there on Thursday mornings, and those are the things that will come into my mind. And uh, I think it is equally good uh, for the podcast here. So I thought I'd put it over here and uh, let you hear it as well if you're not a subscriber to the channel. All right, so it's November, and maybe you're looking for that camp speaker for your camp or retreat next year. So I bring to you the 11 essentials of a great camp speaker. Today, I want to talk to you about choosing the right camp speaker and my 11 essentials to choosing that speaker because it's November and you may be thinking, man, what am I going to do for that D now? What am I going to do for that camp? What am I going to do for this retreat? What, what, what am I going to do? How am I going to choose this? Now, you may be one of two uh youth pastors out there. One, you've never had a speaker before and you go, what are, what should I be looking for in the camp speaker to give my kids the best experience uh, at their camp or retreat? Or you may be the uh, youth pastor who says, well, you know, you're judging last year and you're saying, well, they did a good job. Uh, I'll bring them back just for the sake of consistency and my kids like them and all that kind of good stuff. Or you may be saying, maybe there's some elements that were missing there. How do I find those missing elements and how do I grab hold and make this camp even better than it was before? Well, let me offer you my 11 essentials and then you decide uh, maybe what was missing last year or what you're looking for this year. Number one, Play and eat with the campers. Now, 
That doesn't mean that a uh, speaker, uh, you know, just hangs out all the time with kids. But I think it's so important that, that, that there's a certain sense of humanity between the speaker and the audience. I think, you know, if a, if a speaker goes and, and does canoes with kids or uh, plays around a paintball or simply walks around the camp just to kind of greet and say hi, I think what that does is creates connection between the campers uh, and the speaker uh, to have a more uh, uh, connected service that night. So that the, camp, the speaker, you know, some speakers, they're gone. They're, not, they're just the camp speaker, and they show up for that thing, and, and that's it. But they don't really engage outside of the service with the campers. And I just think that's such an important ingredient in having a camp speaker to add to the overall camp experience. Number two, stay within the allotted time. I know there are speakers, and you're a youth pastor, so you may know this as well. Sometimes speakers can uh, go down rabbit trails. Uh, they can try to be too funny. Uh, they can, uh, you know, uh, uh, claim that, you know, that God is doing something, right? And so extend the service like so long that it's the next day. Uh, whatever that may be, I just think there, if if you have a speaker has an allotted time, it's important for that speaker to stay within that time. Yes, God's going to do that part, but you build as a good speaker, you, you build the God time into your talk time so that kids can be able to receive what you have shared. The third thing is make messages visual and relevant. Uh, nothing worse for me than a speaker who is uh, uh, who, who who doesn't use visuals or or isn't relevant. Uh, I think those two things go together because uh, if a, a kid is sitting there trying to grasp onto something, it's the speaker's job to give them something, uh, whether that's pictures or whether that's something physical. But I just think the visuals are so important. Now listen, you don't have to go so over the top. But I just think the speaker, whoever that speaker is, ought to do all that they can to bring uh, a sense of relevancy and visual to break down and to engage and kind of give a little, maybe a little bit of a wow factor to that week that kids would not get maybe somewhere else. The fourth thing is this, is including students in the message. I love to bring a kid up. I love to, uh, and it's not necessarily about a game, but using illustrations I think are super important with kids because when they feel a part and connected to the message, they're going to remember more. And that what camp's about, right? Camp's about remembering what God is doing in the midst of you. And sometimes when a kid is involved or multiple kids are involved, I love to have them read scripture. Uh, I love them to have to come up and share testimonies. I, I love to do all those things because it helps connect those kids to that camp experience. They want to come back the next year uh, and they are remembering the things that they're participating in. Number five, have fun. Have fun. It's okay to have fun. Sometimes it's okay to be silly. Some, But some people, some speakers are so intense and so serious and so, uh, um, you know, stiff sometimes that uh, they disconnect from their kids. They may do their job in preaching the message, but it wasn't very fun. Uh, on my nights, well, on the end of the week, I love to do what's called victory nights. And we take a victory lap around, uh, not physically take a victory lap around the camp, but we take a victory lap around camp in the sense of kids sharing testimonies uh, with great music and worshiping God. And we have a great victory night for all that God has done. And that is fun. Uh, the sixth thing is have a servant's heart. Uh, I just think it's so important that, they, uh, that a camp speaker can work within the framework if there needs to be changes and, and or maybe make an announcement or can we do this as part? Listen, I think it's about flexibility. I think it's just about being flexible and saying, okay, um, how can I help? 
right? Uh, listen, it's not to detract from what the main mission and the role is, which is to speak, but at least be flexible in some things uh, and not feel like, you know, that my time and all that. I'm there to serve you, the youth pastor uh, or the pastor at your retreat, and I want to be flexible in those things. So being a servant and having a servant's heart is super important to me. Uh, number seven, uh, set up leaders to have good discussions. You see, when I have a camp and I speak at the camp down in Florida, uh, I make sure that I, you know, have something for counselors. There are counselors that are there that, um, you know, who work with the kids. And sometimes counselors are hired and their, you know, kids come in and they're assigned to a group. Sometimes churches bring their own counselors. But no matter the scenario, I try to make sure that the counselors have a part in that service, right? I set the leaders up, whether I set them up for at the altar time or I set them up uh, in the cabin time. And whether that's me just giving them a sheet of questions or actually writing the devotions sometimes, I try to give them something to discuss and engage with following the service, uh, rather than just having a one-off and say, well, that's just, that's over, that's done. There's the continued discussion of the message, um, that's called discipleship. And so I try to help uh, leaders disciple their campers the best way I can. Number eight, hang around after service. That's right. Hang around after service. Uh, so many times speakers uh, come and they go and there's, you know, diva speakers who, you know, they don't want to hang around. They don't want to do things. Uh, they just sort of get off the stage and they go to some green room somewhere and then that's it. I like to hang around. I like to answer questions. Uh, I like to congratulate kids on their on their uh, commitment to Christ that they made or maybe pray with another kid or whatever it is. I can be answer questions, whatever it may be. I try to be around after service so that that kid can know that the kid, guy that just got up and spoke, that guy really cared about my soul. He didn't just get up and speak a message, but he spoke the message because he was speaking to me. Number nine, say something interesting. Listen, if a kid is bored during my message, that's my fault. I take a good 90% of the responsibility of that uh, because I, my role is to say something interesting, uh, how I say it, why I say it, uh, to say something that's going to engage a student and draw them into the message, to, to paint a picture to where they can see themselves in that scenario, whether that's through uh, just stories or whether that's through uh, the illustrations like I mentioned earlier. Whatever that may be is, my job is to make it and say something interesting so that kid is not bored. I want to make uh, the gospel the gospel, and I want to say something interesting that will get that kid thinking in his heart, that could be me. And number 10, keeping it fresh. That's right. I want to keep things fresh. In the 15 years uh, that I have been speaking at uh, camps and retreats and so forth, uh, I have, don't think I have repeated the same message twice. Uh, I try to keep things fresh. Uh, sadly, I have been to camps, maybe you have too, where the camp speaker spoke the same message they did last year. And maybe half your group checks out and says, oh, didn't he do this last year? I try to make sure that I have uh, messages that are on point and they are fresh and they are new uh, because I've had kids come for a week of camp and then I would ask, how many of you are coming next week? So I was speaking two weeks in a row and two people show, raise their hands and says, I'm going to be here next week. Now I thought to myself, well, maybe I get a chance to speak the same message just for the sake of ease uh, and say, well, okay, nobody's going to be here next week, but two kids are going to be here. And I said, listen, Lord, those two kids are going to be here and I want to give them something fresh. So I went ahead and said, Lord, give me a message for next week so that these two guys will not have to hear the same messages and disengage. So I want them to be engaged so I, I have new messages for you. Uh, last and not least, number 11, respect 
the audience. Let me tell you what, I respect uh, teenagers very much. I respect their ability to, to listen, their, their ability to, uh, uh, you know, engage. I respect their uh, ability to think through things. Listen, they're not perfect, uh, but I do respect them, and I give them that respect when I speak. I, I talk up here. I don't baby them. I don't talk down to them. I keep a top shelf so they'll go ahead and reach up further versus just having some low-hanging fruit that they can grab onto. I kind of make them reach a little bit so that in their hearts and in their minds so that uh, so that they're engaged. They feel like they're challenged. They feel like, hey, this guy really trusts us with this information. He doesn't have to baby us or coddle us. I want to think about this. I want to think about my commitment. I want to think about what he's going to ask me to do at the end of the service and whether or not I want to respond. And first of all, the Holy Spirit's going to help do that. But I also help set that up by simply respecting the audience. Audience. Now, listen, those are my 11 essentials of a camp speaker. Well, I hope that was informative. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope uh, I hope that if you're looking for a camp speaker uh, in the near future or a retreat speaker, I hope that you'll put me on the list uh, to say, look, at least I'll investigate to see whether or not Paul might be available for my camp retreat if he's going to embody these things. I think those are some of the things that my kids would enjoy. Uh, so if you're interested and you'd like to just set up an appointment to talk about that, you can always go to my website, thedisciplesproject.net, and go to book me. Uh, and you can find uh, just a little uh, information box there where you can fill out and send me a message and let me know that uh, you are interested in having me as a camp speaker or retreat speaker. I would love to come and be a part of your event and hopefully make an impact with your kids. So, but that's it for today, guys. Uh, My quick announcement is this. I think I have one more episode left this year. I'm going to go on a little bit of a hiatus um, as I go through the holidays, things like that, and really begin to think through this podcast uh, and to see whether or not I'm really fulfilling everything I'm supposed to be doing, both on my end and your end. Am I providing uh, a great amount of value to you? And is it still something that I'm passionate about doing? I am, I am passionate about youth workers, but is podcast the podcast the, the way to do it? I'm, I'm praying through those things, and I hope that you'll pray with me through those things because I would love to uh, maybe continue it, but I don't know yet. I'm, and, and maybe your maybe your input would help me decide that. If you're thinking, listen, Paul, this this podcast is super important to me. I, I really wish you would not stop it if that's the direction you're going. Uh, you can always send me a message at thedprojectatme.com and send me an email and let me know what the what the podcast has meant to you over this past year. Maybe share a favorite episode or something that really helped you out. Uh, I would love to hear from you. Um, but uh, I'm just praying through it right now. So just you just pray along with me and we'll go from there. I think I'll have one more episode next week uh, before Thanksgiving and then through December. It'll be radio silence. And hopefully by January, I will have reached a decision. No matter what, though, I will come back to you, uh, either coming back strong with a plan that I have for the next coming year for 2019, or I will come back to you and say, hey, that's it. And uh, we'll have a little uh, uh, going away party of some kinds. So we'll, we'll see about that. But guys, I want to thank you so much for visiting. Uh, if Once again, if you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to see it keep going, well, then of course, I'd love to hear your feedback. You can always go over to iTunes, leave a few stars and a review. Uh, that would let me know something right there or send me the email. Uh, but until next time, guys, I hope that you guys are having a great day. I hope that you're staying motivated. These podcasts have helped you stay motivated, stay in the work long enough that you might be able to see the difference in the lives of students and, uh, and that it helps move your youth ministry forward because uh, progress is good, right? All right, so that's it for today, guys. I will catch you guys in the next episode. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.